what is it we do? <laughs> uh, ends up to be the question. <laughs> is that you're, helpful? You're not allowed to ask that. You I stop know. that. You stop so that. So sorry. You can cut that out. No. <laughs> I'm entertained. I'm just right. not sure that I'm helpful. Right. Oh, come on. No, seriously. Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about some good stuff today here. Folks, welcome to Counselors Can Help. Let's demystify the process of counseling. We want to remove barriers, answer your questions, educate, entertain, and inspire you to action. So, uh, yeah, so what's what's going on in our lives here? Uh, for me, I, um, I'm getting ready to take a test. The NCE, Are you? the National Counselor Exam. How's your anxiety? I'm not anxious, I'm pissed. Are you? Do <laughs> tell. I don't want to be doing this. <laughs> yeah. It's like a restudy of everything you learned in grad school. Mm -hmm. Come take a test. Mm -hmm. State of Utah, I, they slipped this in last year that for CMHC, you've got to also pass this exam before you get licensed. So this is the second? Second There's test two. that I've had to take. Really? Of a national level? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the test... It just puts me in a bad frame of mind, honestly. I've been kind of a grouch. Mm. <laughs> I, That's just, just <laughs> I just don't want to be doing it. Yeah. And I'm spending like hours and hours in locked away in my office in the house, you know, going through stuff of like, I stopped caring about what Sigmund Freud had to say. You know, a while I, ago. I just mm -hmm. don't care. <laughs> 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 I don't think you're alone. <laughs> yeah. I and, don't think and, you're alone there. And he's not the only one that I've stopped caring mm -hmm. about what they had to say. You know, yeah. it's like, I understand why we learn about it, but I'm, I feel like I'm sort of done with it. Mm -hmm. But no, this is like a reenactment of all that again and having to go back and go, what are Erickson's... Stages of development and, stages. you know, <laughs> like, yeah. you know uh, yeah. the moral, oh my God, it's like, oh God, I just, mm -hmm. it's not a bad review, but it, like I said, it puts me in a, not a great frame of mind. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'm, I'm ready for it to be done. I'm going to take the test in a couple of weeks. Well, I'm so. not seeing the grouchiness, but you know, no, I bet your wife could tell a different yeah, story. It's, a, it's an internal, um, it's, it's got me in a bad frame of mind. So oh. anyway. So um, close. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's what we we've had the discussion many times, my wife and I, like, yeah, this is this is the end. Mm -hmm. You know, this things is. are things are gonna start changing, mm -hmm. you know, from here. Um, to include my practice, how many hours I'll be here, I gotta I gotta like map that out, what Do that's you? gonna look like. So yeah. yeah. Um so we'll see. You're so close. Yeah. Um that's amazing. Good for you. So we are back with Counselors Can Help here. Liza and I, we're doing the thing we do here, trying to... What is it we do? <laughs> uh, ends up to be the question. <laughs> is that you're, helpful? You're not allowed to ask that. You I stop know. that. You stop so that. So sorry. You can cut that out. No. I'm entertained. I'm just right. not sure that I'm helpful. Right. Oh, come on. No, seriously. Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about some good stuff today here. And if you want to hire us in the Utah area, please call the Aspire number 801-525-4645. And what's cool is I want people to know that a real person will actually answer the phone and speak with you about I love what's that going you, on. I love that you just said that. <laughs> this, is Not becoming, a line. this is becoming so unique now in, in everything. And this is one of those places where... If they don't pick up, it's because all the lines are busy. They're going to get back to you, mm -hmm. right? You, you, you will have numerous conversations with a person mm -hmm. about your needs, your schedule, 
the right your, fit. your situation, yes, what you're looking for. I mean, you're going to have a discussion there, and that's great. I think that's a great part of the system, and, and it limits or minimizes getting placed with the wrong person or mm -hmm. just sort of shoved together and not really taking a, the bigger picture in mind about what you're after. So right. I think that's very good. If you are outside the state of Utah and are looking for a, a therapist, you can go to counselorscanhelp.com. There's a, a link on there to help you find a, a therapist in your area. Uh, today, we, Liza and I will be talking, I guess, somewhat under the, I, I wrote down emotional intelligence. It is a specific technique, I guess, we're going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. about of, And what's involved is knowing yourself and sort of trying to relate to others, which we've talked about to some degree many times. It's the whole picture of conflict and relating to people has to do with, can I stay in my own lane as far as my emotions and keep that in check? And oh, by the way, what does the other person need? Or what do they... And what recognize they? that they may or may not be as self-aware as right. there you may be, are because you've listened to this podcast. Yeah, there may be other things going on and, and how to always sort of blend those two together is always a dance. It's always an issue. And we're always trying to learn how to do it better. Sure. And many times the techniques involved are simple and great. And we just find that the, the roadblock is really just sort of breaking old habit patterns mm -hmm. and, and trying new things. Yeah, I mean, just interrupting. Yeah, we've, we've, we've talked about that numerous times. So we want to talk through some examples today. So this specific example is we want to ask a person to do something they, they may not be excited to do. And so, so this technique, this specific technique we're going to discuss today has to do with parents specifically getting their kids to do something that the parents feel very quite strongly needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Could be as simple as, should you be going to school today? Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, that's, mm -hmm. again, the parents feel like, yeah, I think you should be doing that. Yeah. And the child may or may not be on board. Be with, in <laughs> agreement. With that. So that's a, that's a very simple example. I like that. The, I think the, that comes up a lot. Yeah. And there are techniques for the needs and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe situations that, you have some time to fully get into what's going on and let's, let's, let's figure out what you need, what I need, let's break this log jam. You're late for work, your child says they don't wanna to go to school. There's no time for that. Oh, no. <laughs> there's, Those there's are not 7.15 a.m. discussions. They are, there's now, we are not in that place. Or there may be other factors that again, make this conversation very important that you as a parent feel like it needs to a behavior or something needs to go a certain way and you're trying to sort of get that across to your child. You know, mm -hmm. how do you do that? That's a makeup for a huge fight right there. If you just, if you just weigh in with the, you need to do this now, that can work possibly, but it can also go very badly. And so this, uh, today's show is dealing with a specific technique that we're hoping is going to give some, some clarity or some way ahead when you're, when you're faced with these kinds of situations. Mm -hmm. um, I like it. So the, the good news also is I think it can apply to many other situations as well. Not just, it was developed for parent-child, but it, it doesn't have to stay in that realm, mm -hmm. I don't think. So where I got this from, where I list, first heard this was on a podcast called Psychologists Off the Clock, and they interviewed Dr. Adele LaFrance, and she was speaking about this idea which she puts under the term of uh, emotionally focused family therapy. But it really is a, a specific, again, this show is about a specific task or a specific uh, plan to get a child to do something that uh, you want them to do. 
The, uh, they also have a book that details just pretty specifically. It's called What to Say to Kids When Nothing Seems to Work. And so that's a, a book you can download on uh, Amazon or any, any of the places. And they will have you plenty of resources there. There's also a great free resource that goes with this, mentalhealthfoundations.ca. So it's a Canadian organization. Plenty of free videos that you can just click on and, and get, again, a very detailed description of the stuff we would talk about today and numerous other things that are totally free. Don't need a subscription. Love that. Just get on there and just see if it applies to you or what you can learn. So there's a plenty of resources for that. That's awesome. And sometimes seeing the video of something just helps you visualize that differently. Yeah. Hearing it on a podcast of how that's going to work. Podcasts can be great planting of the seeds kind mm-hmm. of places of like, ooh, I want to know more about that or that sounds interesting and mm-hmm. where, where would I find out more? How do I, how do I get that? So there's certainly plenty of resources for today's discussion of where you could learn more. Today's technique started specifically in eating disorder clinics. And primarily we're talking about really, if we're, if we're generalizing, young girls with anorexia. Mm-hmm. The young girls weigh 90 pounds, mm-hmm. 80 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, they're down to frightening levels of weight mm-hmm. and they're there with their family to get some sort of change to this behavior and they want their daughter to start eating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really as simple as that because they're really afraid for the person's life. Mm-hmm. Their, their child is... They're worried. They're now at the point where they're really scared. Mm-hmm. So they go to an eating disorder clinic and they do a, you know, they help them in, in many ways. And at some point they come home, the family, with an eating plan that is designed to address the physical needs of the child because of weight and probably nutrition. There are some things, some bad things that are going to start happening if the child does not mm-hmm. develop a new eating habit, mm-hmm. right? So the parents go home with that. They're full of enthusiasm that this is all going to change and it's time to get the child to eat the food and the child will not eat the food. Yeah, which is a very linear way to look at a problem. We have the plan. Now do the plan <laughs> and that yes. will solve it. It's, it's, which right? you just left the clinic. You're like, mm-hmm. okay. You want to believe that's been resolved, <laughs> we but were it all is the, more complex. Yeah, we were all in the same meeting, so mm-hmm. we're all on board, mm-hmm. right? We think. But the environmental issues that uh, existed at home whether it was a communication style or whether it was stressors from that world, they don't go with you to a clinic, which is what most people will say about any sort of rehabilitation or recovery is that it's once you come home that then all of that has to be applied. So what did they learn there? What did they bring home with that plan? Yeah, that's a good point. And I think, I think that what you just said feeds into this idea even more because you're trying to address sort of the what's going on now with this technique. And so in this specific example, the parents want the child to eat the food. They know they're, let's call it right, mm-hmm. right? And, they, and they're highly motivated to get their little person back to a healthy weight and, and all the stuff they probably worked on at the clinic, but it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Now there's some encouraging going on. That doesn't work. And now battle lines are drawn because now the parents need the child to do the behavior and eat the food. Mm-hmm. Child doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. This is now a showdown for serious, serious conflict, mm-hmm. right, in the house because mm-hmm. both sides are very dug in now and the parents are not going to let this go because they feel like now we're talking with... Dangerous behavior. Yes, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And so they feel justified in demanding the behavior, which is eating the food. Mm-hmm. But that's not working. It's not happening. So they would go back to the eating disorder clinics and say, 
we need a strategy. <laughs> Tell me you have more <laughs> yeah. than this food give, plan. Give us something that is going to get the person to eat the food because we're just not. Mm-hmm. And, oh, by the way, it's turning into the worst fights we've ever had. Mm-hmm. So the, the clinic and, and Dr. LaFrance here came up with this idea of what to do in that example. So we've talked through how it was developed and we're now into how to apply it. And the first technique or the first idea is, again, they try to give the parents a simple strategy. And that is because, because, because is sort of the first part of the strategy. And, the, and what, you're, what you're attempting to do is align with the child's mentality of what's going on. So you're, you're simply saying, I bet you don't want to eat the food because you're probably sick of us talking about it mm-hmm. because you're probably sick of us making you or saying that, you know, you got to do it for these reasons or whatever. And you're, and you're scared that if you change your habits, your friends at school are mm-hmm. going to reject you or, you know, whatever you're, you're, you're essentially the becauses, the three becauses are the idea of saying to the person best guess what you think they're feeling in that moment or, or why they don't want to, in this case, eat the food. Okay. So it's kind of an assumptive, but best guess due to past conversations. Right. Okay. You're just throwing that out there and just instead of fighting them and saying, no, you have to eat the food. So they've said they're not gonna. And now you're, you're going, okay, let's back up. Let's go with the because idea. Okay. I bet again, we've talked about why, why you're feeling this way. Best I can tell if I were you, I'd probably be feeling the same way. Kind of kind of mental process. Not that your thoughts are wrong. It's like, if I were you, you probably don't want to have this discussion or eat the food because of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, best you can tell, best guess. Okay. And then you allow the child in this case to say, do they agree or disagree? Let, let them have of, a... F- on your becauses? Yes, okay. that's right. Just have, you're, you're now in discussion of like, do I have it right? Are we in the ballpark mm-hmm. of why you are sick of this mm-hmm. or why you don't want to eat the food, mm-hmm. which may break out into its own discussion. I imagine a, it does. In and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of part of the idea here. You're trying to get away from just the task and you're trying to step back a little bit and have a bigger conversation about what is the roadblock here? Mm-hmm. What, what things are at play? Like you said, maybe that weren't in play at the Mm-hmm. at the clinic when we were there, but now they're in play at, at the house. They're here now. What's going like on that. now? Yeah, I like the because, because, because. I like how it gives some context because very often a response to why won't you eat or something, a child is likely going to say, I don't know because it hasn't gone well in the past, blah, blah, blah. They're going to start with a shutdown statement. I don't know. Yeah. You don't listen anyway. I'm done with this, you know. So you kind of giving, well, maybe this. What do you think about that? Yeah. In those because statements that could, yeah. yeah as long as you do the next step of, <laughs> am I close? Yeah, that's right. You're, you're basically saying, do I have this right? And you're, you're certainly welcome to correct me. Yeah. Tell me, tell me the becauses. Love to yeah. hear them. Yeah. I'm open. And it's important that we all know sort of what those are because we're not going to be able to address them or do anything about them if we Mm -hmm. don't even know what they are. It is kind of brilliant because what you're getting away from is if you say a why, you're, you're just presenting a defensive stance for that kid to then bullet point and they, they won't highly likely they will not. They will say, I don't know. That's right. 
So yes, the I, the I don't know is certainly a big one, but at this point, you still have in mind as the parent in this example of I want them to eat the food. Mm-hmm. But we're not going there What's yet. What's the end game? We're, we're, we have that in mind. They've said no. We're now just trying to go, okay, what's, what's at play here? Let's have a discussion about that. Mm-hmm. And maybe they play along, maybe they don't. They, they could still be in this sort of I don't know or mm-hmm. you know, that land, which mm-hmm. that's possible. Mm-hmm. Or you could have a discussion about what is at play here. And so, again, that may take a little bit of time, potentially. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Hard to say. So you, you get through that. And then the next step is a support statement. So you're trying to then bring this back into the realm of where are we going here? Mm-hmm. I'm not there yet, but I just want you to know that I support you. I'm trying to help you. I'm, we're, we're trying to, hopefully we're all on the same team here. We're, I'm going to give you some support statement of I want what's best for you, or I'm really trying my best, or maybe I haven't done this well in the past. And I'm really trying to, to do better. We're mm-hmm. trying to, we're trying to be better at this. Mm-hmm. I hope you can see that, you know, kind of a statement of, can we, can we both be on the same side here, mm-hmm. whatever is happening in the moment? So you're changing the conversation a tiny bit, but you're still not to the, you need to eat the food yeah. <laughs> statement Same. yet. I recognize this is hard. We are here and want to help you get to the best version of yourself. Yeah. And, and we're all trying, we're all learning. We're trying all to teach learning. each other how to, how to do this the best. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then comes the, do you think you could, or could you see it, or it would mean the world to me if Mm -hmm. you would statement. What is the thing now that you want them to do, or you're trying to get them to do? In this case, eat the food. Do you Mm -hmm. think you could eat a little bit, or, you know, however you would phrase that Mm -hmm. ask, I guess, depending on the situation. Mm -hmm. The idea is you, you get there only after doing all these steps and you've probably taken a lot of the air out of the balloon. You've probably taken some of the tension out of the room, ideally such that the chances are higher, not guaranteed, but chances are higher that they will now at least go along with what you're asking. Or maybe there's room for now negotiating about what what will go on. Mm-hmm. I don't know your thoughts on. Mm-hmm. No, you know. I like that. It opens up. It's funny. My, my immediate therapy nature is to say, don't tell them, don't give them the because, but I like that contextually, it's probably in a scenario where they have been talked to a lot and not really asked. And, and if you can say it in a, because maybe, and just kind of a curious mm-hmm. way, I think that opens up that, well, maybe it is. I don't, I don't know. Do I feel that way? And then they get to wrestle themselves about, well, it's really more like that second one. And instead of fighting the parent, and yeah. you don't listen to me and you don't hear me and, and getting back into an old pattern of conflict, but a because introduces kind of a, I'm not sure. I don't know. Help me out here. It's just a more open stance, responsive stance, which I feel like you and I have nailed into the ground so many times (laughs) on this is, is my behavior showing responsiveness or reactiveness? And in this case, I think the first step is just, you're trying to align with the person. Mm -hmm. You're just trying to get them to see that we, we want to understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. here, I guess. And it's the because is like you said, it's like you're probably facing someone who's not saying much. Right. And so how do you then have a discussion? And they, um, and oh, by the way, what they've already said is no. Yeah. They're not doing the thing. Yeah. They're not eating the food. They're not going yeah. to school. They're, you know, whatever it is. They've said yeah. no already. So 
the traditional response as a parent is to go, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is funny. You're not allowed as to soon say as no I here. saw that because I was like, oh, no, that's going down a path of a because I said so. But it's not. It's the opposite. And so even using that word that often comes before because I said so, because you don't like this. because And some of your responses could be completely crazy because you think I put poison in your food or because, you know, and right. like finding some humor in it with somebody of you're opening up this door to a conversation that you wouldn't other, this would have been shut down long before now, before this. We're trying to avoid the blowout fight. We're trying to shape behavior Mm -hmm. of which as a parent, we're pretty sure we're on the right side of Mm -hmm. in the big picture. Mm -hmm. But we know that having a, but we know that having a battle and getting more entrenched in our sides is probably not. That's not getting anyone fed. That's c- for sure. Certainly hasn't been working in the past. Right. Yes, we're trying to we're trying to break through a different pattern here. And if you emotionally, if you sort of force someone to do something against their will in the moment, is that really going to work again? You know, now you're. Is this how it's going to go every time? Yeah. I mean, there might wants. be a lower resistance <laughs> this once. <laughs> Highly likely. Yeah. Yeah. That's just creating a new unhealthy behavior right. <laughs> or pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that. I can see why that works for other avenues, whether it's a coworker or a spouse, that's that same pattern yeah, you're, you're, of resistant behavior. You're trying to get out of that thing. But I think like we've always said, this just requires you to take a step back mm-hmm. because the people's first instinct when they see a fact or whatever that they disagree with or a behavior they disagree with or an ask that has been said no to immediately puts us in a defense mm-hmm. right, or an argument. Yeah. You are wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry. You are wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are wrong. <laughs> so how to break that. Uh, that's one of the huge, like I said, I think this is a very simple idea. I think it's, I think it works. I've used it a little bit since I've learned it recently. Same thing. It's hard to remember to do. Mm-hmm. Breaking old patterns, mm-hmm. stopping and going, okay, this isn't right. I'm, as a parent, I know I want the child to do this thing. Me just sort of weighing in and saying, do it, is my go-to, and that's a hard habit to break, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, I think that is the beauty of and going to a Gottman concept of re-round. I, I think as you learn these things, you listen to a podcast, you study a particular type you are going to get it wrong because we do have patterns. Right. But the point of rerounding is to be able to say, okay, this is the part where I take a step back and I say I can continue doing that thing that we keep doing or we can try something different. What was it they said on that podcast? Okay, I'm going to... And that's where you do the pause. It doesn't mean you walk in from the... Um, eating disorder treatment thing and you, okay, we are now going to do this. That, that would be ideal, but we're human beings, right? And we got on a traf- in a traffic jam on the way home or we're hungry ourselves and we can't really imagine that people live lives not feeling like food is the first. Like we have these other responses happening. So that's when you give yourself the reround space of, oh, I did read that thing. I did hear that thing. What did that counselor say at that treatment center about E, 
you know, this emotional te- intelligence idea. Yeah. The, and the re- EFFT. Yeah. And the reround is, okay, I tried this. I, it seems like I did my old way. That didn't work. That didn't work. I remember there's this new thing. Okay. Let me, yeah. let me, well, how would that go? What would that, you know, yeah. you can kind of practice it a little bit in your head and go, okay, I I'm going to. literally <laughs> see Rocky in my head, Meryl. I do. I see like the practice swings and me like shaking it off and being like, okay, I'm going to try that again. Wait just a minute. And I'm going to, okay. And I loosened up my shoulders and then I've done it with my own children. I've done it with clients. Hey, I said this in that session and I want to try that again. And that's giving yourself the space to be like, I can interrupt pattern. Okay. And so there's another, I guess, pattern. And I was, we're off the parent child thing specifically, but I think taking this to a broader context of sure. could you use this? And I wonder, and, and this is something that's come up recently that I've, I've talked to a uh, one or two couples, and I know I've seen it in my own life where there is a discussion about the facts of the case, the reality of the situation. The mm-hmm. one person says, you, f- you did it this way. No, I didn't. Or, you know, uh, you said that rudely or mm-hmm. what you said was this. No, I did. I didn't say that. I said mm-hmm. this other thing. You're putting words in my mouth, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's a reality debate mm-hmm. about what really happened. I like how you say that, the facts of the case. <laughs> and we are now arguing about what really happened. We're not even solving anything at mm-hmm. this point. We're now debating what really occurred. Mm-hmm. And that is a hard, I think, a very real place that many people experience themselves in. And I think especially with their own kids. Because mm-hmm. their kids read a situation very quickly. I think kids and teenagers tend to be more black and white. Mm-hmm. You were good, you were bad, whatever they develop a, a, a thought about what really happened and now you're fine, you find out you had an argument with a child or something occurred and you're like, I don't even know what they're even talking about. I mm-hmm. don't even remember this situation. Mm-hmm. And I think this, what we just talked about here, this idea could be used in that case of the sort of the reality fight of, mm-hmm. it sounds like you see it this way or mm-hmm. you... That's exactly right. You know, you, you got this perspective. Do I have that right? Yeah, I would pause the button in my brain and say to the child, what did you just hear? Tell me what you heard me say. And, and if they don't say anything, then maybe I go with, because the way your face looks, maybe you heard this, maybe you heard that and see if you can get them to say what they heard. I heard you talking to me about food again and that I can't get it right or whatever and say, here's, here's what I, what I want you to hear. I am concerned or, or whatever the thing is, it would mean the world to me. It's using that same thing, but instead of worrying about the facts of the case, the actual words I used, yeah, but you said, what did you hear me say? Like, what did your brain tell you? And the because, because, because opens up that door. Yeah, I like what you're saying. You're, you're, because if you just bog down in the debate of the, the facts, the what happened, whatever, you're going to, that can lead to so many bad places. Yeah. But, but each person feels like, no, we, we can't solve the problem until we 
develop the the facts. What happened? You said this. You did that. You know, whatever. And yeah, and, and and it's that's not helpful <laughs> in any world. Yeah, it's a cesspool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it but, doesn't work. <clears throat> but I think many people find themselves in that spot, and they 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 catch themselves ten or fifteen minutes later. So I don't. I mean, I've even lost track of what we're even arguing mm-hmm. about. Yeah. And you're listening for the next time they're going to say that thing. Yeah. What you just described there is a way of saying, okay, let that go and just say, can we just put down what you perceived happened? Mm -hmm. Do I have that right? You perceived this thing. Mm -hmm. You perceived I said it that way Mm -hmm. or whatever. Do I have that right? Mm -hmm. Yes, no, whatever. It's like, okay. The support then is like, all right, well... Maybe I said it that way and, and I, I want us to do better here. I'm trying to improve or I'm trying to make my communication better or whatever. Would it be okay if I tell you what I'd like to have said or mm-hmm. can I have another chance can at I have doing this again? Chance. Exactly. <laughs> All I hear in that is intent. Intent. My intent is for you to feel loved. <laughs> That's my intent. If my teenager leaves the house and I say, don't speed and buckle your seatbelt. And I say it like that and I'm pointing at them. Drive safe, buckle your seatbelt. I believe my intent is, I love you. <laughs> what did they just hear? <laughs> they hear you are on my back again about the yeah, driving. They know again I, with the driving. They think I speed again with the driving, right? And in my head, I'm thinking, I love you. Please be safe. I hope you're safe while you're driving, right? But I'm yelling at them something very different. So that's just a very simple example of the words coming out of my mouth are not always conveying my intent. Very rarely, actually, from what the other person is hearing. And like you talked about that pause button, if I can pause long enough to go, I seem to be getting the same physical reaction from them. They're looking at me like they've, they've said, no, I will not eat or I'm not getting to that response. How can I take what that counselor said or take that podcast and interrupt the way we do this? And this is a great outline for that. I guess reminding yourself to not fight their reality, your reality, that if you go down that road, that's just not a winning formula mm-hmm. ultimately. The example you just gave of reminding the child to be safe on the road, that could come back again later in the day and they could say, Dad, she she said whatever. She yelled at me about my driving mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. It could come back to you that way. You right? heard. they. <laughs> if you said to them, what did you hear? You don't trust me. Yeah. Well, I didn't look you in the eye and say, I don't trust you driving. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, your, or your spouse comes to you and says, the child says you've berated them about their driving or whatever. You're, you're getting this, this story right. comes back to you from a different person totally. and you're going, what? <laughs> that is not what I said. What I actually said was drive safe and buckle your seatbelt. Right. And now I'm mad that they, they got the story wrong and now this is, you know, whatever. And you can get lost in yeah, the, absolutely. how did we get to this place? Mm-hmm. Why, why did my words get twisted? And I mean, you started getting all angry and, you know, it just, mm-hmm. it just feeds into sort of mm-hmm. the worst yeah. parts of, our, of ourselves. You can, yeah, we could play that out right now. <laughs> you always take his eye. You're always thinking that. I didn't say that. You know, you can hear it. For sure. Yeah. You can get into a fight with, yeah, your spouse over the fact that you did or didn't. And it's like, mm-hmm. God, where are we going with all this stuff? And it really gets back to 
why are we fighting the reality? Let's just address the, okay, so this could be a case of, in your, in your example, the re-round, you would have a chance to talk with the child again and, and sort of have this conversation. Yeah. What about, did you, you hear? Know, I heard that you don't trust me while I'm driving. Ah, yeah. okay. Or How you, did you hear that? Well, your face and you're yelling at me through the garage and, oh, yeah, I am yelling to you, I love you. I, I think I'm going to try that. Hey, I love you. <laughs> Have a good day at school. <laughs> right. My yeah, guess is when they sit their butt in a driver's seat, they're going to hear, my mom would like me to buckle my seatbelt <laughs> without you ever saying that because you've had so many conversations about this. They don't need that. They need what is the message that is trying to be conveyed. And the environment or old habits or whatever seem to have been hijacked this, this message has gotten taken down totally. here. And if we just focus on the who said what to who, we're going to lose, we're, we're just going to get deeper into the entrenched yeah. fighting. Yeah, of, we get to fight about the fight right? instead of fighting about what the meaning is. Who's doing what wrong and mm -hmm. why they can't get it right and how come nobody listens to me and mm -hmm. you never really listen to what I say. You're just... You know, ugh, yeah. you know, all that, all that stuff. <laughs> Clearly you were in my session listening earlier today. No, I've, I've lived this. I've, I can speak to this scenario. I've lived it. I totally can sign up to the fact lived that I Lived it, have, counseled it, <laughs> been I, in it. I've been in this, I've been in these shoes going, I didn't say that. Are you, where, where does he, what are you even talking about? I don't know a human that probably hasn't. <laughs> so I think what we're offering here or showing is there's a way to break through what you see as conflict right off the bat and you've been shown conflict right off the bat and, and to, to sort of find a way to back up and have another way, I guess, of addressing that that does not include having to prove you're right or the facts are mm -hmm. misconstrued or, you know, whatever, that mm -hmm. there's many other probably more fruitful conversations as to why that message got mishandled totally. somehow that we could address that and certainly try to agree before we actually even start solving anything. Let's, let's get on the same page and try to agree or me, I'm going to try to align with where I think you're coming from here and mm -hmm. that we think we're pretty sure that that'll be way more effective than getting out the attorneys yeah. and saying what happened. what happened. You were wrong. Forensic. Mm -hmm. You need to do it this way. Mm -hmm. Get your butt in the car. <laughs> <laughs> all, that, all that stuff. How's that working out for you? Right. That yeah. would be the question I would ask myself. How's that working for you? Yeah. It's not. And I think people are generally want the tools. They, don't, they really want a new way, but these things really are jarring mm -hmm. when you're in a conversation and you're, you're suddenly met with the idea that this person's reality is nowhere close to mine. Mm -hmm. Well, especially like you mentioned with an eating disorder and a dangerous behavior. Right. It does, if there's an added ju justifiability or something that's saying, no, it, it doesn't, I, I need you to understand. Yeah. And how to, I guess, have that conversation in a way that's actually going to get through. Right. And this, this, this demand thing is, is not going to work and it's probably just going to cause more aggravation for sure. So, um, all right. Last thoughts on that. I think we're not oh, done with the great. idea, but we're always kind of trying to always chip away open. at these real things that happen out there, out there in the world. <laughs> and again, just letting people know that these are the kind of things you can learn about, practice, come into a therapy session. This is really what goes on, right? It's, it's trying mm -hmm. to give people real tools about this is what happens in my house. 
can you help us break this pattern? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I always have these thoughts about this or that person or this thing. How do I break that? How do we break that cycle? That's really in a large part our jobs, right? Mm -hmm. Is to right. help people in their lives figure out how to break their cycle mm -hmm. that they realize is destructive and they just don't know where to, what to do right. with that. Usually having some real life experience of our own along the way. Right, yeah. <laughs> Most of these conflict things, we've all been there in one form or another, likely, sure. and we're trying to provide a better way ahead that, if we're being honest, are very simple and, and good techniques, but they do take time and they take mm -hmm. practice and you're going to screw it up a little bit before you get it right. right. Most likely. Most likely. And that's okay. Always. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, probably always. Yeah. And that's okay. It's, yeah. it's, it, these are things you can get better at and and I've had clients come in and say, well, I tried the thing. And I'll, and I'll be like, well, how did, what did you say? And they'll say, and I'm like, well, you were, <laughs> you were close. I, I applaud the let's first part. Let's try it again. I applaud in the here, first part. Where we're not flooded and we're safe and let's try <laughs> yeah. it again. It yeah. seemed like you kind of dove off at the end there. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just delete that part. And, you know, <laughs> we have a conversation. We're going to reround about, right yeah. here. Yeah. So that's, that's a great, uh, these things, I don't think they're, they're, they're easy learns because we're trying to change pattern and that's always difficult. Mm -hmm. And we don't know when this conversation is going to come up. So we're generally sort of caught unaware and that leads to sort of bad reactions, yeah. which, we're, which we're trying to stop. So any last thoughts on that? No, I think that's great. All right. Well, this and other conflict topics or anything else, other ways we're trying to brighten the world on Counselors Can Help. Our mission is to spread the word that counselors can help. We want to teach you how to get started and get the most out of therapy. We encourage you to reach out to a professional in your area to help yourself through a loved one. Thank you to Kelsey Fink, our production assistant and chief of technology and social media. Thanks to Aspire Counseling at AspireUT.com for their support. If you want to know more about how counselors can help, go to counselorscanhelp.com. We have lots of resources, information, and we update it all the time. We'll see you next time on Counselors Can Help, a production of Merge Publishing.